In today's episode of Strike Gold, we have Ben Pines, CMO of Elementor, telling us about their journey to 1 million active, loyal, brand-loving users. You're listening to Strike Gold with Jonathan Kahn and Roy Provarchik. And today we have a special guest, Ben Pines. Hey, Ben. Hi. The reason Jonathan said you're a special guest is because he was able to pronounce your yes, name. Yes, I should have said special, special guest. <laughs> special name. Yeah. Special, special guest. I would love it if you would fuck up the name. Just like ben right after Fines. You, and you're like, Pines. Pines. Like, Pines. Ah. I can go for like Ray Fines, Ben Pines. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to. No, but yeah. Ben Pines sounds really no, but cool. but Pines is a strong name. It's yeah, it is. Sounds like you it's nice. In, sounds like you've lived in England for uh, like for centuries. I feel like he invented in, in the little life. pine tree that goes in cars. Like, you know, that's like, where yeah, Ben this, Pines? You took him right from like, great Britain 200 years ago to like Brooklyn yeah again it was like some Jewish guy do you know like the whole story it's actually a Jewish guy and some like uh, milk uh, milk truck owner he was always talking about how oh it always smells like uh, rotten milk in my truck and the guy was a Jewish guy who was studying like different pine trees and then he said oh I'll make a scent thingy that's how I hate that that scent yeah well that's what he made he made so many people so you hate Jews that's what happened I love it. I like you can capitalize anything. No, you can't. You want to see? Like, you ever smelled pine? Yeah, you ever smelled pine? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna rub make it a on billion this, dollars on, like, <laughs> on this little piece of paper. We'll rub the pine, yeah. and we'll put this in cars. The first factory was just like kids, were, like rubbing the the plastic thing on a pine yeah, this tree. Yeah, just like rubbing, selling it, <laughs> packing it, three pine trees. Rub. One of the most important tips we ever got for podcasting is make the first few seconds count. Yeah. Obviously, we did not. Take <laughs> no, we note never of that. listened to that one. <laughs> no. Um, so we have Ben Pines with us. Are you your co-founder, right? You're I'm the, not a co-founder. I'm just a CMO. <laughs> really? Oh, like you're, I joined the company. You're the, you're, you're the face of the brand. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I was I was early on. We were like I think I don't know if it's five or eight, but we were kind of like five people started out and I was always a hot, so uh, the other day I saw something with the co-founders of Elementor and I was like, oh, maybe Ben had the co-founders. <laughs> and uh, many people think that I that I am because, because you I'm, are the, I'm face. the face. You are the face. I'm just the face, just a pretty face. Yeah, just another <laughs> just pretty, face. pretty face. They're like, we're hiring this guy as a CMO. <laughs> really? Should we give him some idea? No, no, pretty face. Pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> Call him pretty boy in the office. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I hope that people will confuse this fact so much that, you know, in 20 years, I'll just, I'll just like, take that founder You need a lawyer and accountant <laughs> to make that mistake. You know what I mean? It's Maybe like, just they won't notice. I'll just yeah, <laughs> come yeah. into board meetings and... Uh, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm we here sold, in we the founders company meeting. for $5 billion. Uh, oh, so I'm getting my share. No, we still no, Ben. <laughs> Before we started meeting, Ben, what exactly are you doing here? Yeah. Oh, I'm just... I thought, I'm just a shareholder. I'm just a plain I'm shareholder. Just a I'm the founder. Oh. You keep acting like you are, but you're not. <laughs> you're all fired. You're all fired. <laughs> it's like, did Ben fire you again? Yeah, he, he doesn't He doesn't have again. the authority to do so, just yeah. so you know. <laughs> I want to tell you a story that Jonathan will probably cut out uh, because because we've wasted three minutes talking about nothing. What? <laughs> this is great. I'm very happy. This, is, I, yeah, this I, is three minutes of listen, him not being was, a founder. When I was That's working, <laughs> when I was 18, I worked at uh, Tzlil, which was like a record store in Kfar Saba, and it was the biggest pack of weirdos clients that you can ever imagine. Every weirdo that walked around the, the mall would go into the music store. I guess it's therapeutic, whatever. One of them was like this crazy guy who would walk in every day and he would move like from 
album per album. We just like switch everything. He knew everything. He was like a Wikipedia <laughs> as a person. And he was always like so serious looking at every album. And it was this new guy, his name was Lafay, he started working. And his first ship, the guy is in the store for like first second. We saw him going to that guy saying, Hey, I wanna take a break. Like, is it okay if I go out now? And the guy looks at him with like a like Like what? What? No, 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 no. The guy was the guy was so fucked up. It was like he said he said something like, "Yes, no problem, but you have twenty minutes or something." Like that. He was like, such a fucking weirdo. He's like, "Yes, but you have twenty minutes and you have to be back." And Rafi like just maybe coffee. Came, and, uh, yeah, and get and got back. And I'm like, dude, why did you ask him for a break? He's like, he's the manager. No, he's like, no. <laughs> this guy doesn't work here. Amazing. And he spent the entire day, first day, trying to impress that guy, which was like obviously not hundred percent okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing and that I guy, like that that you brought that as a re- that was very connected anyway so right, Ben Pines Ben Pines what, what exactly do you, do you do I go to record stores <laughs> I do <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah I'm uh, the CMO but you know it's it's uh, kind of titles I w- wait I want to I want to spoil yeah. something because we didn't say it so far Ben works for Elementor. We what? never said no that. No way. We didn't, we didn't even say the name of the company. We have Ben Pines, Pines yeah. uh, uh, CMO and future co-founder. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I put Sh- that in my Shareholder <laughs> and uh, main, in, main investor in uh, Elementor, which is... Uh, Elementor is a page builder, a design solution for WordPress. Uh, and it gives you the the easy way to uh, create a professional looking website and does a lot more in terms of functionality and that's what we did we launched two and a half years ago and today we're the 20th most popular plugin in WordPress which is crazy it's crazy because it's 55,000 plugins and And you have over 1 million million active installs active installs 1 million that's crazy yeah that is crazy and mostly you don't hear people actually saying people who are active you go, I have yeah, like 20 million up. users. Yeah. Like, how many do yeah. they actually, how many do actually know that they're yeah, signed like, up to this thing? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, traffic visitors yeah, in the last five thousand. years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Downloads, it's maybe uh, bots, millions. maybe crawl bots included <laughs> and spam. No. So you have over 1 million active accounts, which is fucking crazy, especially in WordPress, where, first of all, the competition is fierce. And every, every attention detail in WordPress is super fierce. Yeah, we actually approached the market that was already saturated by at least, you know, four prominent solu- other solutions. Which one was, which competitors, which one were the strong competitors at the time? Uh, well, the most popular was actually not a competitor. It was just the first solution out there. It was a Site Origin. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, it's a backend page builder and it had, it was, it's still one of the most popular plugins, but even though it's kind of, you know, uh, un- unusable today. Uh, and uh, there was uh, Beaver Builder and Elegant Themes and Visual Composer. These, are, I think, were the top three. Leading. You're getting tons of traffic now because you mentioned their names. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. It's, it's better for us. People <laughs> use their, their page builder. Yeah. And get so frustrated and move to Elementor. So wait, that's actually pretty cool. So you, you had these people. They were kind of owning it. You still weren't afraid. You said, I'm going for it. We're all going for it. Well, well the, the, the founders... Become the actual oh, founders. Sorry. I forgot We're that you're writing history here. <laughs> they, so they had a. When you uh, sat and came up with this idea, no, <laughs> I was sitting. Yeah. Uh, so they went from uh, managing uh, a design company and building websites mm-hmm. to creating a theme uh, company because they felt that there it, it lacked sense to 
create a new website from scratch and customize it every time. So they created a theme company. And then they realized, okay, we created all these themes, but people want this header and this footer and this sidebar, whatever. So why not just create uh, the tool to, to, to make it happen? Uh, design tool. We had the, guy from, uh, the guys from Poverty in the other, the other, I think, two episodes ago. And I, I listened to that episode. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> In preparation. He listened, people. He yeah. listened. <laughs> Yay. Well, yes, we're mapping down all our... Did subs- you give us five stars? No. <laughs> we're mapping out all our subscribers. We're going to... Yeah, you're all going to be on here one to point. the podcast. No, so... Uh, and they were an SEO agency when they needed the, the conversion rate optimization solution and they started popped in by that. So that's interesting because it's kind of similar. But um, I think what's interesting, you said you joined before the product launched. A yeah. little bit before that. You went straight into a saturated market. Also, it's like a very hard target market because you're not, it's not really, you're not really targeting like entrepreneurs or founders. You're actually targeting, how would you describe your persona? We have several personas. So uh, when we launched, it was really the broadest as possible. It was really spray and pray. That Pulse. was... <laughs> Anyone they have who a pulse. Wants to build a website. I want to target that person. Yeah. <laughs> so any WordPress user, we wanted them, and uh, any would... WordPress user for you, it was yeah. existing WordPress yeah. users. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so of course, the initial uh, orientation was designers and marketers. It was there, but we also wanted to, you know, give us the the the, the benchmark to to have the audience that we needed. So the product really catered to a lot of uh, individuals and different personas. And uh, along the way, as we grew, we started, you know, having uh, all the different um, uh, different features that cater different audiences. So, so now I would say uh, our most important audiences are, and I don't want to, you know, shut anyone off, but uh, marketers, designers, and developers. Okay. Oh, that's not and SMBs and stuff like that? Yeah, so... You're- that's included. I mean, if you're uh, if you're like a SMB, if you're like a designer who has a small firm, you're you're part yeah. Of the it's group. It, it's true for agencies and enterprise enterprises. I mean, mm. anyone can use it, but I mean, the user, the end user has to be either you know it is yeah. some sort of employee of that uh, company. So, but let's go to the, to the beginning. How do you start? How do you start? How do you start marketing? Uh, theme builder. Out of the blue. Like, what was... Well, the theme builder actually came out later. So we launched... The initial uh, builder was kind of... Uh, uh, it was very broad. It was... The entire product was free. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we wanted to give not just a, a taste of the product. We wanted, you know, the, like a light version. We wanted to give you everything you need to design a great website. Okay. And that's still the, the case. So half a year later, we launched our pro product... Uh, and that gave you additional features on top of the free plugin that to give you, you know, added uh, functionality uh, on top of that. And then later we came up with the theme builder, which mm-hmm. really took us a while to, to launch. And that gave you the ability to go beyond the page level so you can design your dyna- dynamic site. So your how your blog looks like, your header, your footer. Uh, your WooCommerce store, it really branched out beyond what previous page builders how did. did. How did you get your first 100 users? Da-da-dum. Hmm. That's, uh, well, I did a, uh, when we first launched, I think you have to have an approach. 
Okay, you have to. You're either going to do what, what, uh, like spam the net, and just I'm going to not create quality or or go into a certain. Right, I just care about numbers, or you have, uh, you're like you're either you know using an Uzi or like um, uh, a sniper, like a sniper. Yeah, yeah. And I w- I went for the the sniper approach, uh, so I did a lot of outreach to individuals which I knew were influencers. Uh, this was on on YouTube. So your first tactic was starting with, right away, starting with influencers. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, so a, a good boost we got from Product Hunt uh, that we were actually it's it's a funny story because we were you're, hun- like, you're like one of number one or two of the most uploaded products. No, uh, I think so. I, I I can't remember what, but I can remember the story mm-hmm. because we were hunted without us knowing it. It's not okay. something we did and. That has some disadvantages because you get hunted, you, you're not ready for it. So when it happened, I, you know, quickly did everything like outreach, uh, su- you know, super, uh, uh, super power, uh, f- full throttle because I just had to start sending people because there was no preparation time. Right. But it actually, uh, we hit it off. I would say, I, I have to be honest, until now, I don't know if what caused our success was my efforts or the fact that it's a great product or a combination of, of both. But I think it's a combination of, of, of the two. Um, another thing we did pretty early on was heavy on video. And this is something I personally still believe. It, you started two, two and a half years ago? Yeah. Okay. So uh, just create tutorials about the product. And one of the... I, I, our CEO was kind of... He had uh, worse English than me. <laughs> he was kind of shy in going in front of the camera. But I was, this is where the job of the CMO to be pushy. And I, you know, uh, because he's a designer, he can do it best. And he knows the product inside out. So he did a 10-minute video with broken English about how to use it. Uh, I, I actually uh, thought of the concept for the landing page that he, will, will, uh, that he created. And it was really popular i mean it's still on the charts like how got, to create a landing page blah, blah, blah. yeah it really topped the charts and what's funny is that you have so many youtubers who are they know exactly how to do youtube seo i, I just interviewed brian dean who's that's his focus like oh, amazing youtube seo and we did it without any um knowledge and without even without proper english or, or a studio or anything but i think the sheer you know, genuineness of of uh, Yoni, the founder, doing it and his knowledge, it kind of. Yeah. W- I think I think eventually value trumps most of the uh, marketing hacks. Like a really good valuable video would usually win over like the hashtags. It would win over every trick that you can do. Then I think that just having like a really good piece well, of content or give value that, or, or that's being, exactly the 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 challenge. How do you create quality consecutively? Because to do it some, to do it once, and I see, if we we take YouTube, I see a lot of uh, YouTubers who do one video who gets like millions of, of views or but whatever. Everything else is not everything good. else is, is sucks. But I see there's certain YouTubers who are consistent with what they do, and it's true to you know content and everything. Yeah. It's like hacking your way to to quality, yeah. and uh, I think you need to use the top of your intelligence to do that. 
think about what you're doing, strategize, think about branding and your direction and everything. So you started off with doing influencer marketing, reaching out to people you said other people would listen to. And what was your pitch? I tried to be as personal as possible. I didn't use any templates or, or software. I did a sh- uh, some sort of um, a review of the person that I uh, outreached. And I tried to think, like reverse engineer, what would make my approach not seem like it's another Automated. type. Yeah. And, and what were you trying to get them to do? To build a website, to just look at your product? Yeah, either review or, you know, review it or create a tutorial or whatever. And, uh, and you know, it, it, a lot of it was just hassling people. Just, yeah. you know, just asking again and again. You're very quiet. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just listening. I'm just trying to understand. Like, do I turn around and say, now, did you charge them? Like, did you... Did they charge you money? Was it like just to, hey, do me a favor and check it out? Like, was this part of a budget? Was it like, I'm just listening to what's going well, on? Uh, well, like, podcasts Roy is asking like, all these official questions. I'm probably going to ask something ridiculous. No, yeah. you're, you're, I love your questions. Oh, well, you. podcasts <laughs> like this one usually look for guests. So I kind of approach... We're packed. We're full. We're super great <laughs> yeah. and successful. Apart from this one. We're recording from our boat. We have a boat now. This is a... Man, that'd be so cool. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by money. I want a river boat. <laughs> we do a podcast from... Yeah, sorry. Um, and... No, we need guests, though. <laughs> it was... The difficult thing is we were in Israel. Yeah. And the, the most of the people do running podcasts and, and shows and YouTubers and... And, uh, and bloggers are from the States. So right. that kind of made it difficult, but also it, it's an opportunity because you have to put your efforts into email and that shortens the time you need to spend to yeah. go to events and waste time. Do you believe in events, as a, like, not as a speaker, but as a goer to promote your, your product? I believe in events for not just to promote. I believe in events for research um, and... To, to connect with different audiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we recently we went to, to one day to London to WP Engine invited us to one of their events and it was fun. It's like Just, super targeted event. Yeah, targeted to their audience. We wanted to meet them and, and learn, learn and you can learn a lot. I'm not a big events guy because it's, it's difficult to, to spend all that energy. It takes, you know, just yeah. mingling is... I'm kind of an uh, introvert, so it's... No, I, I'm very social, and I freaking hate those events because yeah. I hate mingling. It's like, hey, what I, no, I just don't feel like I can... It feels fake to me. So I, yeah, so I it remember... It feels fake. It's like I'm trying to sell you... Like, I just want everyone to be really honest. These I'm trying to sell you something I have great. nothing yeah. I've ever... I, like, I'm trying to sell you something I've never actually developed. Yeah. Like, let's talk. And like that, or like, so like that. I just want everyone to be telling the truth and, for one all And the event. segue to a conversation is all, always like... Oh, these I still, cucumbers are, are <laughs> slight, so yeah, the pretzels at, are making me pass thirsty. Pass me one of those. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Well, and, and if you're you single, up, you could up better, your game I'm, and be I'm, like, "Did I yeah. sleep with your wife?" And you'd be like, "What?" I'm just kidding. I made this product. <laughs> <laughs> I think if if I was Free single, it's, it's probably uh, better because you can. Uh, no, it's take all men. Two, two. Uh, it's all men. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so. true. Especially WordPress. We have. Yeah. Even our audience like, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. It's like. Yeah, and we need more diversity. Miriam Schwab. No. Miriam Schwab is doing WordPress ad stuff. She's amazing. Her she company is amazing. Is amazing. I love her. Uh, but we need more women doing those kind of things. Definitely. Stop being so afraid of WordPress. No, I'm just kidding. It's just, I don't know. I always love it because the conversation goes so bad, so fast. Yeah, sometimes. I know. I know. We no, but uh, I remember the last time I was in Web Summit, it was 40,000 people in Dublin. I, the first day I was there, I was 
literally de depressed. There were so many things happening. My brain couldn't bear it. I was just, just sad. I was literally just sad. You see, that's why you need to live for giveaway. So, <laughs> so, so the second you just come with a backpack, what, what, what I couldn't duffel. get, no, what I couldn't really get is because basically Web Summit is based like you have different uh, alleys with different like uh, boots. Uh, I mean, boots, but with like based on category. Oh, so okay. like social media is like five hundred startups. I'm like, why would you pay one thousand dollars a day to stand with every competitor that you have, one next to the other? And I'm like, hey, what do you do? Social media management, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I bet you don't do what the other guy do, does. What he does. Social media management, asshole. This is the entire fucking So alley. you're saying an amazing hack is to actually <laughs> locate yours in a different area. Be like, but you can't. So what my, ha my hack, my hack, <laughs> actually uh, at some point, hack. my hack was like as a consultant. was like, hey, what are you doing? It was like, social media management. Oh, that's amazing. Like, how many users do you have? Oh, we're just turning out. What are you, like, what are you, what's your strategy? Where are you going to, where are you going to go with it? And then he kind of mumbles something. You know what I would do? And then you give like a crazy tip, and then we're like, "Oh, that's amazing! Who are you? Like, what do you do?" I'm I advise you. No, but it's <laughs> like, good. yeah, and I'm like, and I'm an advisor. That's what I do. You can shoot me an email. We can talk. I'm like, and then I go to the other guy. What do you do? Wait, Social you, media management. So you pitch the guy on the booth. Yeah, so I, the guy that paid someone to yeah. get to market, someone I, else gets I, market. I, I can lose more money. I got twenty-five clients out of Web Summit. All booth owners. <laughs> All booth owners. Amazing. What <laughs> what I do? I can add to that booth, mm -hmm. uh, to that booth, to that hack. So what I do is I, I also feel awkward talking to new people in in, in these events. Conversations, yeah. <laughs> so I just hang around next to the booth mm. because it's easier to start a conversation. He's like I'm looking at the booth guy or girl like they're conversation initiators for me. Oh yeah. So someone passes and they start and then I can talk to the person that. Yeah, that's how I met my wife. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> that's no. great. Uh, no, but th those events are harsh. That's so, how I started my cult. <laughs> <laughs> the booth goers. <laughs> We're all gonna join in in a huge uh, DMX expo and uh, and kill ourselves. <laughs> I feel like we should all like do this. This should be like a trip. Product that we do. for booth owners. Let's yeah. go do a funny video at one of these events. So wait, uh, let's let's. There's so much value in this episode we can get it. We're spending so much <laughs> yeah, time we're just talking about joking that. around. Yeah, like, that's like, great. Uh, cool. so, um, so no budget. You just go in and say, like, hey, appreciate the review. I think two and a half or three years ago, there would be more people who yeah, actually just enjoy. That. Now it's $5,000. Yeah, now everybody. Like, yeah. like nobody was well, so much on spot with influencers well, as it is a, now. A huge thing that I think got uh, some attention was the, the fact that we were the first big product that was completely free so mm. the first six months uh, and uh, actually up until now it's like the broadest uh, solution that's completely free because yeah, your, fr your free version is really is really full, full. And yeah yeah when I did outreach I said listen I can't offer you like an affiliate because we don't have a pro uh, right. and I think the WordPress community is uh, appreciative of this yeah. because they know um, so that's kind of uh, the, the hardcore community wants to give you solutions. They they enjoy the developer community. They enjoy. I think like if I if I made the same efforts on a different like for the for the marketing market for marketers people mm, who got it got it it got wouldn't it. work because the big influencers are are in there for mo most of them. Yeah. So you went for the developers first, um, like website builders, no. uh, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And WordPress community, that's how I would I would uh, name them. I I would I think that's it's a different community, you know, WP Mayor and Lyft. You have certain uh sites and podcasts that's right. 
that's and it's they have their own style. <laughs> yeah. So you saw those, that was your first initial audience outreach yeah, email definitely. one. You didn't start with doing like a massive campaign content. You went straight to like content video content for the tutorials, but you didn't start with SEO and stuff like that. You just went straight away to reviews to put yourself in like where our hardcore possible fans would actually be looking at. Yeah, that and we started building the community very fast. So on talk Facebook. about the community. So you opened the Facebook community for Elementor? Someone else opened it and we joined the... We, we saw it like happening. It was, I think, 200 uh, users and we jumped in and said, how, okay... How far is this into the product? Like, so what, like, was it what does that mean? Someone else opened person. it? Wait, what's again? Someone like... Just some person opened it? Some person group? opened yeah. it, yeah. Mike, so you, you should. You it's should like interesting that like, so far there's been two me. things that people did before they got to it, and it was like someone product on you, and yeah, then someone, I, your... someone did my job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but listen, for for us, for us we I, I'm not gonna say the name of the company, but one of the hacks that we did is that we created tons of Fiverr and Upwork gigs of people uh, that know how to build something on their platform. So when you say like, hey, I want to build something, you also have like the, all these experts building on that, and you feel like, oh, there's so many experts in that, I'm gonna use that. Like yes. one of the, one of the one of the biggest leverages that WordPress has over its uh, competitors, WordPress, not like a specific plugin, is that the community is so big that doesn't matter what issue you have, you're either find an answer in Google or it's like a ton of people who are developing solutions for the problem that you have. So when you feel like there's a huge community who can help you, yeah, then you're the more likely to use that, like versus going to uh, one of your competitors, I guess, that has no support or only their support. And the community is probably it's, like a it's big a facilitator. Bit, for it's that. a bit more elaborate than that because you have a huge user base in WordPress. Yeah. But most of them are users uh, and they're, they don't even know there's a community. But the yeah. community itself, it's smaller, but it's hardcore WordPress enthusiasts. They would never, you know, yeah. uh, think about other players. They're, they're, they're invested and they are, you know, the best... Yeah, uh, you, you, if you go to WordCamps, which is the, the events in WordPress, uh, you meet these people. It's it's everyone is so nice and so supportive. Right. Um, so that's that's something that is I think different than any other community. So how months? How how many months into the product did somebody open the community for you? No, it was very soon. I think within within a launch, within a week, probably. After after uh, the pro after launch the, or after the after product? The, no, launch? after the, the the first launch. Yeah. How how do you explain That's that? Crazy. There well a lot of uh, another important uh, persona was the early adopters. So you get this pe- these people that are they they love new technology. They love to to, to try it. So y- usually when you have a new product, if you're running a business, it doesn't make sense to okay, let's try, let's change everything because most products won't uh, outdo the, the 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 current ones. So the the right approach is like being skeptic and saying, you know, I don't want to hear about it. And that's a lot of the responses that, that I get. So anyone who's an, an entrepreneur, you need to expect it because I'm I, I because I've I've been in this business in SEO and in in, in content marketing for for a few years. I'm used to uh, you know dealing with uh, with um, how, how would you say it? Rejection. Right. Um, so, um, but the early adopters, they're like, they're in it. They, they, they're, they're on board. They, they, they'll try. They'll be your supporters. And uh, later, you'll get the more 
um, the other audiences that are right. uh, there. You, you have to start up with a spe- very specific target. You have to know there's like a target audience and there's like potential audience. Yeah, like people in in product hunt, most of them yeah. are or or people who are uh, looking for app sumo deals. They're waiting for. Uh, other solution they're open to to other solutions so you started with influencer marketing this guy opens a community what and he's just basically that community was like supporting people who use who are using elementor that was the whole thing um it didn't start it started as um you know a community like there are tons of of facebook groups for uh you know for genesis team for any right. for different audiences Uh, so he wanted to start this community. I joined the efforts. I said, let's, uh, let's, uh, we'll help you. And we grew the, the admins, the, mo- the moderators. And How now did you get people into the community? We did uh, autoresponders that directed to people like to you, recommend. You would sign into Elementor, like, hey, yeah. join our community, join yeah. our community, join our community. So, and we promoted it in different uh, places. And uh, people, I guess, look for, for the group. Mm-hmm. We had to change because at first it, it, uh, it was called Elementor's community. Uh, but then someone pointed out uh, that you can't find, if you look for Elementor, you can't find it. Because so it we changed the, the name. Yeah. Ah, um, that's so stupid. <laughs> like that doesn't even make sense. No, okay. it does because you basically you want to make sure that you can just write in the exact name. No, no, I get that. But I'm surprised that like, uh, it wouldn't find that as a solution mm-hmm. also. But we still call elementors that's that's our audience right that's, so that's so th- this is a crazy early in the product so you do this influencer outreach you get some good responses obviously somebody opens the community that's like the steps and then well no I would say that we missed the biggest part <laughs> which is the feature releases so okay. early oh, on you you have an uh, you right now have an amazing feature release strategy so that's kind of The, the whole start before we did content marketing and, and anything that was that took a lot of my time <laughs> right because uh, basically we are a product that's also something that dif- differentiated us every week we came up with almost every week we come up with uh, a new feature and right. released it so um, so every week we had to create the blog post the video it was really hard work we're still doing it. We're still keeping the, the, the high paced and that's, I mean, I think it made our competitors shift gears also and, and, and up their, their uh, you know, release I, I love that you're mentioning this is a big thing because on my way here, I was thinking about like, the interview and, what, and like, I was thinking about my relationship with, with Elementor as, like, as a product. As, like, because a, for me, I see it quite often like, in my feed, either as like, a paid ad or like, the community. And I was, think, I was thinking, first of all, Maybe I'm saying this because like I'm, I have like an account user, so I'm just saying like retargeting all the time. But basically what I thought was like I always see new features. And I was and, and the, the funny thing is it's not something like, okay, we need an audience, let's think of a feature. No, we are actually have a, a tons of things that we want. Yeah, to keep but you adding. don't you don't have you don't just do boring release notes. You have a campaign well, that is t- like you have a paid campaign targeted to that that's feature. What, that's where I come in. So I take what uh, the, the developers come up with, which is usually uh, interesting in itself, but it's something it's, it, you need to wrap it in some sort of story. Right. Uh, 
So and no, but but even thinking about this as 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 a marketing tool versus just we have to update our database, letting them know, you're doing this like in a whole marketing perspective. As you said, the video, the blog post, there's banners for it when yeah. you promote it. Well, I think most other companies don't do that. Yeah, no, and I'm actually interested. He was about to say the sentence about how you have to wrap it in a story. Yeah. And that's like really important. And that's actually something that, you know, I've been I've been like talking about recently also with some client that uh, it's not enough to just do the feature. Explain to me what's the value of it. Show me right. what can come from it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, this is the coolest feature ever. Right. Um, and I actually said that you can go, I was, I was saying it as like a marketing thing. I was saying you can go really far away from what it actually does and just tell like a really weird thing. If you ever watched uh, Facebook did these videos where they were explaining some basic features by like defriending and befriending with this like video that had like a girl and a boy in a car and they're driving and they're having an argument and then they have a, like she, she like drops him off and he leaves the car and when she leaves the, he leaves the car he gives a face of like you know come on and she's like no and then uh, she goes to her face and he goes like how to defriend and you're like, okay. And then he goes, just go here, 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 here. And then she defriends him. And then a couple ah, seconds later, he nice. comes back to the other window. And he, like, knocks. And he looks at her. Gives her a look. There's no talking. Just look. And she, like, gives him a look of, like, okay, come back in the car. And while he's coming back in the car, she goes back and goes, how to refriend someone you defriended. And then, like, I you love do it that. In. Yeah. It was just such a that. nice story. Yeah. I love it. Like, it's a tutorial. Style. That's why I like it. It's, it's a kind tutorial. of tutorial. It's a story. It has, like, a, a value. It even shows you what it is in real life. Like, what is this defriending moment? When would you, yeah. like, think of using it? I'm like, these are the greatest. Even though it reminded me of the Black Mirror episode where people... Oh, yeah, with uh, <laughs> likes. <laughs> this, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so, yeah. So, so we're, we're, we're diverting. So, so the feature releases. Are we? Are we telling the story of the feature? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's telling the story. Yeah. Uh, so the feature, they're a big deal for it's you. It's like, guys. well, it's not just the feature releases. You, what our approach is, and this was, it's not my thing. I just, I, I, I wrote the content and did, did the story, but the concept of celebrating what you're doing and it's just not not just feature releases. Also, ho- it can be holidays. Can, that's something that Yoni really, uh, our founder, really drove uh, into our marketing department. And I think it's it's great because it does a lot. I mean, most of the things you're going to ship is going to be ignored by your users. Right. So I I recently I, I uh, started using Zoom, mm-hmm. and uh, I asked their support something, and they gave me a list of. Like, how do I ch- change the audio quality? And they gave me a list. And I would say, I, I didn't know. I had no idea right. of that. Fe- and there's no way I I would ever get this because I don't like newsletters. I'm afraid. No, so. the, like the concept most companies do is like, hey, we have new features. And there's like a boring list of things that have been happening. And first of all, it's like they're usually so technical that you don't even understand how to apply it to yourself. Second, uh, second I, I, I wrote this article, I think, a year ago about uh, feature marketing. And I, that's why I love this concept so much because do you remember there's a there used to be an app called Things, it was like one of the best or like the most popular productivity apps I think four or five years ago. It was like the most beautiful app, uh, like it, it really broke in uh, with like the GTD and David Allen it was like the perfect suit if you're implementing getting things done method. And what happened is that they became really slow with releasing new features. In a, in a way that between version two and number three, three or four different operating systems have come out. And they were like so late to utilizing the cloud, uh, like the Apple's new cloud, not mobile me, right? Like the, the real cloud, the iCloud. And 
And I was and and I saw like I was a huge fan of their product. And I saw them declining mm. and and losing share market just for not updating anything, or just like updating meaning, meaningless things. And and you saw and they had a crazy loyal user base, and I just saw it declining. And while well, you see other features or other companies who were not as good, but they were always updating. So you thought, oh, there's something new. There's something new. There's like. Still I have a relevant, reason. still growing, still worth being yeah. a part of. Yeah, and 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 the thing is that that, that company did an overhaul, I think a, a year ago. Again, won like design awards. It's it's a beautiful app again, but and I started using it. A lot of people went back to it because it was a beautiful app. The interface is amazing now. It's fun to use, but a month go by, two months go by. You see that things again are changing in the in the um, operating systems and the options. But you already see that they're lagging behind again, and you're like, "This is what like," and it's like breaking up with an old girlfriend, and then like, like meeting up again, and then a week later say, "Oh, this is why we broke up." I think that it's all depends on which uh, industry you're in, I guess, because if I take an analogy, if you think of Paul Simon wrote Mrs. Robinson six right. years ago, or yeah. what, what, and he can play it now and get a huge crowd of it, but a stand-up has to. reinvent you know ch- chuck away their well, entire well Jerry Seinfeld will basically yeah. claim they're wrong <laughs> let's take Bill Burr <laughs> because true, we can't yeah. say let's say you think Bill Burr yeah um, so no but, I, but no. the high tech industry you expect that, that you're going to keep going with the amount like the tempo there's a tempo no but it, you know it's also not true because even in the music industry you have to revamp the song every once in a while you have to have a reason for that song to be popular again so even if you put out a record that is not your best record just by you making news for doing more shows for releasing something putting doing interviews what putting it in movies That's putting it in movies putting it in movies is when yeah, you all it, of a sudden yeah. remember what, what an old song I, and come what, back I think one of the most interesting case studies now is like Toto Africa Toto the, the band oh, yeah, Toto yeah. which so uh, it's now it's like the most loved song in the internet whatever and and there was a huge article about this And I was thinking about saying, "How did it get that status suddenly?" And then I started looking back, and I remember it was featured a little bit on Scrubs, and then it was a huge episode, and I think uh, "How I Met Your Mother." There was also a, a, a band, a, a whole band that did it with voice. Did you know? Right. This, yeah. So, that, so, that, so that. this was actually uh, uh, what's the, what's the word like the inception? Um, Subliminal. No, that was the uh, best word for someone who says, "What's the word inception?" Come on, that no, was awesome. no, no, no. I win the game. It was inceptioned. No, oh. that, that, that's you just wanted adjective. to add an ed. Yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> I won yeah. this game. I don't care what your ed thing. Is. Anyway, what's the word? So, Matrix. So it, it was Matrix. So it was built Matrix. In, no, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was built into like your culture, and you didn't notice because now the people who grew up watching Scrubs and all those shows. They're yeah. like the internet they're, they're the editors. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're the editors now of everything basically and that's how it came to be that now it's not suddenly that it is but now this generation had like an active voice on the internet better than anything better, better than before and they were able to put this in like um, in like very popular places suddenly so you have it like Jimmy Fallon doing it with uh, Justin Timberlake they were singing that song and different like you know hipster shit <laughs> you know this yeah. is why I know Britney will be big again in five years. You mean fat? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the return of the Spice Girls. Yeah, that's yeah. now happening with Val happening? Victoria. I oh, saw that. You didn't, know that's ha- you didn't know that's happening? I'm, I'm, I'm not connected. It, it's a, oh, my God, man. Listen, I have a, it's an 80s playlist, and that's it. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw that post. It was the saddest post I've ever what, seen. What, the, the, uh, them on the news channel thingy? I don't know. I just, no, Or I the saw, post where she's not going to be a part of it. 
No, but it was obviously Victoria Beckham wouldn't be, she has a career, she doesn't need no, to go No, no, I think she shouldn't come yeah, back. That's, I, think no, she, no. I think she's going to kick like, herself it's in like the ass What the other boy it. band, the one from Robbie... Backstreet Boys? No, the one from that Robbie Insane. Williams came from. Uh, no, the British one, come on. Take uh, that? I don't know. Take that. So it was obvious he's not going to go back. He has a, he actually, Oh my God, my knowledge no, that was yeah. actually really bands is that was amazing. Yeah. Like he has a career. I, he I had he that doesn't... one word that I got two points and he added the ED. I thought yeah. he was going to be like, what was that one with the Robin Williams? <laughs> That's <laughs> Robin Williams. No, so, like, so this guy obviously has a career. He doesn't need to go back into the shit thing. What he needs to do is he needs to come back to one show in England. So that would be like the biggest show. He remains a star. Ah, nice. And they go back to doing their own like uh, pension package called Take That, the reunion tour and the Spice Girls it's just sad like uh, Backstreet Boys is also sad I think no Backstreet Boys is sad because all all those pop bands are so relying on them being young and cool and now they're all like old and depressing I feel I feel like the Spice Girl looks like uh, it looks like, like all the teachers from your school are doing a show for the end of the year. All I want to do is <laughs> go back to like my parents' house and find all the posters I had, like this the sexy photos of photos of them from the Spice Girls, like all in under, in like bathing suits, and be like, yeah, <laughs> that's how <where> I'm going. <laughs> yeah, but no. Anyway, so uh, back to like uh, page building. Yeah, so page builders. So. Um, Okay, so so the feature thing you're still doing it very like you're very hardcore with this. I yeah. saw, like I, I see like the feature advertising in the messenger uh, feed. I see it. How on many the... people are working in? The yeah, that's a good question. It's now. I'm sorry, no, because no, that's a good question. Because like I feel, he's like you know it's a lot, and I'm like oh, yeah, for hell, any marketing team would have yeah. to create a. That's a lot to create. Yeah, we're like uh, 53 people now in the company. company. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's 20 or 22 is is uh, remote. Support. Ah, okay. What about like marketing? Uh, I would say it's don't kind of. I'm not saying it's like. Don't forget oh, anyone. I would say like 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 ten people. Ten, and you're not like including ten. John, the guy who sits in the corner, <laughs> who is actually very yeah, important now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I were you doing uh, ten people, eight top the runs. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> like, How many Toblerons? I was in London, had to bring. bring this amount of chocolate. And people, this guy eats one Toblerone spread yeah. on Yeah, yourself. exactly. Yeah, putting them like square, <laughs> the, the like triangles, like, like yeah, triangle, triangle, triangle on their on their, on their table. On their yeah. table. Yeah. Like yes. when they go into work, I was abroad. I brought some. Shit <laughs> I appreciated <laughs> all of you. Went to Blona for you and went to Blona. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, so okay, no, so, so scaling up. So you people. have the community. I guess a lot of people came. Like you at the beginning, you drive people from the product to the community. I'm guessing the community started getting its own traction and bringing on like developers. Yeah, plus uh, the the newsletter list that we grew. Um, but these are all people come to the product and you convert them into users, newsletter subscribers, etc. How like what are the channels that you used to get people to know who you are? We did, of course, you know, Google, Facebook, paid ads, ads, paid ads. That how much? Was... How much money would you say you spend a month on paid ads? Whew, wow, I would say a lot. <laughs> Are you like, like <laughs> this is what he stop. said in the beginning? He was like, Ryan, just letting you know, I don't, I'm not, no, I, no, I want to like, get directly. Are I didn't we, write these are things we down. talking, are we talking like, between 0. 0.6 50 to 100,000 dollars a month? Are we talking over 500,000 dollars a month? Are we talking we're, we're, we haven't reached dollars a we month? We haven't reached 500,000 dollars a month, yet. okay? You see, that's a ballpark number, <laughs> nice. Would you say yeah. that's with 400? <laughs> <laughs> you say between four hundred and fifty to five. No, it's not <laughs> Jeopardy. Um, just, so uh, what? 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 It, price. So, can you can you explain a little bit about how your uh, how your paid strategy has evolved over time? 
hmm, based on customer acquisition cost, number of money you spend per week. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, you, you have s- several venture, several directions that you go. We have the remarketing and we have new audiences. Okay. And um, so basically we promote a lot of the content that we make. We either use it directly or turn it into um, like to you ads. You promote content that you create. Yeah. Okay. So either that or uh, let's say for Black Friday, which was a, a huge campaign for us, we created this whole line of 80s Black Friday. So the idea was that people are fed up with the usual, you know, Black Friday, it's black, right. it's the usual do- design. So we wanted to do something futuristic, 80s, because we love the 80s. So uh, our uh, designer, Asaf, kind of... Uh, thought of this great concept of doing this nice Tron uh, back to the future with uh, the, the, the car, DeLorean and, and all that, uh, those elements and having that concept really, you know, blew us uh, up in terms of the ideas and concept we made, created an animation, videos, we actually translated it into different languages, mm. created, uh, I think it was eight languages. Uh, so created an ad campaign for each language, and uh, we're just analyzing the results, but it seems to be very good. We did the same thing so, for Halloween, and that's so kind of wanna, what we do, uh, we're doing now. You said translate to different languages. How much would you say um, localization has been a big part of your growth? It's been a huge part. I mean, um, so ba- I think it was half a year ago we decided to take it into like a project to get because the communities the 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 individuals that uh, um, make the translations for Elementor Mm -hmm. they translate into different uh, uh, languages inside WordPress it's a whole process in WordPress in the repo Uh, it's all done online so we made an effort to get as much people created Mm -hmm. Facebook group uh, so it was translated to the most languages and we, we managed to find a lot of people who contributed and did amazing work. And now it's over 50 languages. Um, so that was uh, on, on that part. And another part, WordPress automatically ships to a lot of locations and a lot of uh, areas. So I would say if it was a product that was outside WordPress, it, was very, it would have been very hard to approach all those different markets. Uh, different markets without uh, a conscious effort. Um, so um, right now we're thinking about also doing more in that area, maybe events or maybe uh, like in different meetups in or world. whatever. Uh, so there's a huge potential there. I know another company in WordPress, uh, Kinsta, I talked to their CMO recently, uh, Brian Jackson, and he also mentioned mm-hmm. that they created a separate website per per language, uh, and yeah, it, it's the competition is a lot less fierce than in the states. So still, all of our content is in English. Most of our ads are directed to the states yeah. because they're the industry leaders. But uh, you know, you can't diminish the the effect of of other languages. Jonathan, you want to ask, you had a conversation previously and you want to ask something. And I feel that by me asking a ton of questions, I'm blocking you from your question. I don't even remember what was Because it? you said you had a conversation Persona, the, the, uh, 
we can edit all this. No, no problem. No, actually, the, I was like listening to what he's saying now. I'm going, oh, it's interesting. You know what I'm interested in? Like I, I was when I was saying it. That's the, when that's I was. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just like thinking about it. I was like still forming it into something. So I was saying like, and I'm not sure if it even is so relevant to everyone else. But, like, the concept was for me, when I was in uh, the U.S., I was watching all these ads on TV, and it was making me kind of, like, laugh and, like, a little strange, like, weirded out. But because I was, like, going, I don't understand where the hell these briefs came. Like, who was looking, like, who, some of these people just didn't look at who their target audience is and just made an ad. Um, And then I was, like, thinking, oh, I wonder who your target, like, age-wise, what your target audience is. And if maybe the the concept of saying going 80s is actually really, really relevant because it's going to, have a very um, emotional, n- nostalgic, like feeling for the age group that's actually your target. I know, like I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> nostalgicated. Uh, uh, no, but like, like that's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe that's the reason that you go for either 60s, 70s, 80s, no, or def- 90s. Definitely not, because uh, what's huge now with, with the trend, the 80s trend. It's you know people who in the 20s, 20s, they don't have a clue about the 80s. But no, no, of course. So still on it. So yeah. is that your target audience, the twenties or the thirties? Oh, and I would and say like twenty-five till forty-five, maybe. So that's yeah. it's around eighties now. No, I think there's a huge trend now. Yeah, it's, the eighties are back in the most 90s horrific way. Back. No, eighties already passed. We're already no, in uh, no. Have you been Mo- to Mona Urban Chino Outfitters or, or Top Man? No, f- no. Urban Outfitters. That's a trend. No, I've been to these things, by the and way. They, and and they're back in a they different way. No, they, they were back a couple years ago. They sell you like a New York tourist t-shirt like from 1984. Fashion from the 80s is yeah, huge. huge right now. Yeah. Fanny packs, man. The fucking Goes pouches. Rothschild here and you'll Pouches see. are back. I see models using pouches. Those white uh, yeah. shoes and, and no, no, I'm, I'm, I get that eighties have been in for like a, a whole while decade. Now. No, 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 I was it's, sure it's a new revival. It's a new revival now. I because think. I, I think that there's also a thing going on in, like nineties where they're bringing back a lot of this, uh, like the Mickey Mouse shirts and the stuff that it's eighties, kind of, man. Mickey Mouse shirts are eighties. Looney Tunes. Eighties. Oh, is that really? Eighties. No, Looney Tunes are nineties, but you're talking Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Well, first of all, Mickey Mouse is like 90 years old. I don't yeah, know. No, we understand. Understand. I have I'm to just say saying, it. like, I have to say it. I don't know if the 90s will be back. Will be like, will have of course they will. a retro of course like will. the 80s. I don't know. I, I, have to be man. The f- I, I, I don't know. I did not know that we, that we finished making fun of the fanny pack and pouches. And then I see it's back. And I was like, aren't we still making fun of it? No, we're and not. The 80s were no, you know what? It's not. This is funny. We had like a time. My brother's wife has a fanny pack. And we'd like laugh. And like, like what the hell yeah. are you wearing? And then. Um, What's when a fanny pack? A it's pouch. The, a pouch. The ah, pouch. The pouch the yeah. um, and then when uh, at one point my wife turned around and goes. Like and she was laughing with me. And all of a sudden she's like. I was thinking of getting a, a pouch. A fanny pack. And I was like. You betray your, your whole shit. No, like because, the whole because you remember it. No, like, I'm out of it. I'm not doing it. I don't care. What about the pads? The pads, uh, women padded shoulder thing. Yeah. Back. I saw this coming back again as well. Really? I don't know. I haven't seen Wait, that many but, people. But but I I feel I feel like we're so we're trying out of yeah. Came, no, but it was like an, the, no, it was mostly just to understand and explore the concept of turning around and saying there's. I wonder if like you just take this uh, madad of like ten years and you move it forward a no. little bit every day and say like oh does this work for the target audience I want. You know, like, if 80s is in now, and it mostly resonates with people who were, you know, lived yeah. in the 80s, then you just move that down according to your target audience. The, and the target audience is more, uh, in that respect of the 80s, is uh, more because it's designers. Because you, the, you the try desi- to... The design trend now is 80s. Yeah. You try to you try to figure out what they... If you're looking at marketing, mar- a marketer's website, and you're looking at designers' websites, it's it looks completely different. And now there is a trend of both 
you know, both uh, personas like coming together, uh, but it's still, it's not there yet. I hope Elementor will have a, a role there, but... Uh, I think the Guardians now are really big. Uh, Radiants, not Guardians. It's like Guardians, Radiance, of, the Guardians yeah, of the Guardians Galaxy. Of the Galaxy, yeah. Uh, Gradients are, are really big for designers now. It's like, I'm thinking about... No, Zest there's a lot of stuff. And as a brand. And also you. You also have like the very... The green the, with the purple and all that. There's a lot of very vivid colors. Yeah, well, for so me, that, it's more of like one of the most famous like designer logo designers. I can't remember his name right now, but he... He, like, always talks about stealing, like, not stealing, learning from 50s boxes and logos and stuff. Why? Because when you were a kid, you basically saw these boxes on the shelf in your garage with all these different logos and the t- style right. of it. And you'd be like, take that style and redo your logo and that kind of style. Redo the way that you look at logos with these circles around it and stuff like that. And that So maybe work. that's what's happening right now with No, so that's, I know it's not, like, you guys turn around and said 80s is big. Like, that's just what it works. But I was just thinking in my head, I was saying, wow, is it, you know, is there more of a concept and should we actually put more weight on the target audience, where it's, they are, and what's going to be nostalgic? I, I think it's more in, in terms of having a big idea. So for that's something that we, I, we, we didn't do large-scale videos like that, like with animation and uh, uh, before. And for Halloween, it was the same. It was a big idea, big concept. You do large-scale videos and stuff before, like, this year? Because I looked not, at your website. It looks damn we, awesome. I, I, so I'm assume. talking about, like, comer- like uh, animated commercials with... 30 uh, to 60 seconds? like Yeah, like, where? big campaigns. Uh, that It's difficult. You need someone who's an uh, After Effects guy. and yeah. uh, So... Um, so for Halloween, we, we also did the same thing. You, you, you have to have a, a big concept, and that's not e- an easy thing to, to have, like something that will work and that will also... That, that's how Jonathan does his uh, lead, lead generation. Everything is a big concept. What? No, but that people need a big concept, a big creative concept that is very strong. Yeah, and that's what I was going to ask now. When you're, like, mark. when you're like yeah. big concept, I'm like saying, okay, I wonder if this like does this become a full campaign for you? Is it that stand all that you just use this piece of content and kept it going? How no, much? it's not going. It's just that event stopped. Yeah, but like, did you did you feed the same design and style into like everything around? That? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool. the landing page. We even created a tutorial. Uh, how we created uh, something so tutorial showing how to create a similar uh, landing page. Oh, that's cool. And uh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Let's make a landing page, and then we'll make a video of you making the landing page, and we'll make a landing That's page inception. of that landing page. Yeah, yeah. It's inceptioned! <laughs> <laughs> do you th- um, so, going 1 million active users strong, do you think there's words like turning points in your growth? That you say, like, we did fine, and then this happened, we jumped, this happened, we jumped. Mm, you mean, like, things we did... That- Hockey sticks. Um, it's hard to say. I think that when we scaled our uh, campaigns, that sh- that sure uh, that made a mark. <laughs> when we so, so like 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 putting more fuel into the into the paid acquisition. Yeah. So what what's your strategy was when scaling up the campaigns? Just like putting more money into it, or having more money made you... Uh, or targeting more people. Ta- yeah, or like, like, like breaking down to a lot more ad sets or a lot more... Yeah, it was well. bringing... Uh, so we have a very talented guy, Yaniv, who 
is in charge of all the ad campaigns. Don't say and his name. People are hunting for those folks. And you're <laughs> oh, saying yeah. he's employee he's number 11 of the marketing? <laughs> uh, so, um, he got the full Toblerone for himself. Yeah. It's your Toblerone. Don't tell the others. <laughs> he's in our about page. What yeah. can I so, uh, so, he did a great job in dissecting it, dissecting it into, you know, countries, cities, and, and doing all the data analytics to, to make sure that it's profitable and it's, it's, a very competitive market. I mean, right. I do have yeah. the the big uh, Squarespace Wix guys there, and uh, so. Are you competing? Do you think you? Well, obviously, in terms of like, um, you are competing in the same space. But do you think that in how you do your marketing, you're competing in the same space? Well, well Wix and stuff. Well, Wix and we're, because we're like, in what's th- interesting to me is that he's like. I've, I've been doing this in my head, basically. I'm saying Wix targeting is SMBs, uh, music, photography, and this. And you're actually targeting the people who are more technical for for the aspect of, uh, you know, WordPress. And also the WordPress community. And I'm wondering, by the way, we spoke at the beginning, like the first thing that, you know, you hear about the company is that it's the top 20. There's a thousand, uh, you know, users. And you go, wow, there's this insane amount of loyalty to your product. And then I'm going... I was wondering if it was something that you produced or you just happened, like now I'm beginning to think it's, you're in the realm of like this community that's quite packed in tight with the WordPress thing. And then you're giving them a solution that's something that they really want. You're actually taking all the features and everything and making them into some sort of a story and positioning it for them. So it's not just another plugin on my website that I see and I see like a little update button and nothing's really happening. So. Yeah, I'll tell you, In if you take WordPress and you look at the kind of solutions that are out there, so use, you will see that most of the products there are kind of one-man show created. Even uh, products, successful products like ACF, which is really uh, a great plugin, mm-hmm. it's a one-man show pretty much. Um, and... So what what we the way we approached everything we did when we created the, the Philly program and and we talked about YouTube and mailing list it was always to um, do things on a higher quality level and put in like make it outstanding in terms of quality and that's something you that you can't actually do when you're no uh, one manager when you're, you yeah. you can't it's it's impossible yeah it's interesting because. I think a lot of the first-time plugins or, like, the first-time people create plugins, uh, they kind of, again, do what they can with their marketing. And the thing is that really when you try a new plugin or when you're about to make the decision, you really go into a lot into the visuals, right, screenshots, yeah. and you go a lot into tutorials. And if, and I think that when you see the tutorial that looks really bad or the, the or doesn't have a screenshot, or the screenshot looks really bad, or you just see like uh, screenshots of like the the back end, you know those ones? Show you the settings without any explanations, you just see settings. Uh, and that's a really bad impression, and I think probably a lot of them are using clients or using users, losing users, just because they're not trustworthy. Well, no, it's that, the, qual- the quality thing you said actually works really good. Like now I'm beginning to recognize it with what you just said, is that, you're giving respect to the users in this community by creating a quality and a standard of quality that even you're using influencers to create these these videos, right? Yeah. It's all about living. It's not a just quality. the product having a quality product and then having some person who do- doesn't know how to uh, 
for example, make videos, do a really crummy, not fun to watch video. Right. You yeah, because then I'm already, that diminishes the value of right. your product. So it's always quality, 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 showing respect to the users of this community, going and, and talking not to the easy, right people. That's a decision because there's another route to just yeah. let's bring traffic and convert however we want, not go th- that route, and that might be cheaper. But in terms of branding, if you care about branding, it's not the way to go. I, I don't think it's cheaper. I, like, I, I think that when you go to the let's just bring traffic, it's the most expensive way to do marketing. It, it depends if you're lo- talking long-term no, maybe it's or short-term. Expensive, but you you're can do that with a one-man show, right? Just bring traffic? Yeah. I, I, like, yeah, but then you're not building a company. No, of course. But I'm just saying, like, if you're looking at most of them and you're saying it's one-man show and then you're saying this is the other option, but you can turn around and say, let's build a company, let's build a brand, let's build some sort of value, and let's keep everything at the right level so that everyone has respect for us as much as we have the, for the, the users. The problem is that that's one of the challenges that we face is okay if you're on one man show that's easy to to do but let's say you you have a big plugin you or product you want to to sell you're you're gonna have 10 employees so how can you make sure each one of them has the right approach to create uh quality so even if you have the best intention as a manager mm-hmm. you want i i want it to be quality across the board and you, you're, you're a manager, so you have a lot of things to do that, that take your time. So you say, okay, I'll hire, and you don't, you're not aware that everything needs to be fixed. So you just, you release the, this, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll let this, uh, this uh, person uh, take care of uh, our, our uh, social media. Right. And then that person doesn't do a good job because no one tests, tests uh, for right. quality. So that's a big challenge. I don't know how to face it. <laughs> but uh, we yeah. are trying to, as a company, if, if it's a value, then you can start to face that challenge. That's what you said yeah. about having the, the values trickle down from above so that the people underneath can create the same level of quality that, that the brand needs to have. Yeah. I, I so think, I think like, the, other, the other way of the, you're saying just bring a lot of traffic is actually always much more expensive, both short term and long term. Because I think they just bring a lot of traffic. It's not that easy. It's not like you mean like you still go through the same process, but yeah. with more junk traffic. But the same is is with clothes. You know, you can if you buy. I, I recently found that out. I went to a change store. Uh, I won't name mention names, but a change store with with clothes, and they always have like buy this, get another for fifty percent. Right. That's the right. So the user that the user the buyer ends up buying. Two pairs of pants, roughly the same price. It's not right. that different. Right. But the quality is so. I just browsed around that store. I couldn't find anything. So I went to another store, Zara, plug <laughs> <laughs> that store, and okay, I found just this was quality. This affiliate link in the, the affiliate show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ref. <laughs> we really gotta, we gotta do these things. Yeah. <laughs> shorts, Zara, shorts feel free to send me clothes. Ben Pine, ben Pine shorts. Uh, uh, Zara.com. Zara giveaway. No, so uh, and everything was this. Uh, the difference. It wasn't like five hundred uh, yeah. shekel shirts. It was decent prices, um, and uh, high, high higher quality. Even someone who doesn't know fashion like me can know that this fabric right. is better than the other. Right, and, that, and that's how you create a stronger brand. And also, again, I'm thinking about, I'm not thinking about the personas, and I'm thinking, like, I build a lot of my WordPress things on my own just because that's 
right now this is the only time that I actually get to do hands-on work like on my website and stuff like that. I will never give like I will never do a client's website myself because I'm not a developer. I'm not really good at it. I just love doing that. So I just do my website. At some point I say, ah, this is so mediocre. Text my guy say, hey, I did something. Can you fix it? And like, yeah, sure. What do you want to do? Everything. Um, but when I search for plugins to, to, to install or to use, then trust is such a huge deal. Yeah. Feeling that the plugin is going to be updated over time is such a huge deal. So if you have a plugin that hasn't been updated in three months, you're worried. If the if the if the images don't look good, you're worried. Do you put that in the text? Do you ever what? think to put that in the text on the top? Tra- we update every uh, every week. We did have some plans about it. Like I'm wondering if that would no, but there's it. a mark on on the WordPress. Oh, there is. Yeah, there's a like last updated on. It's a like part of the category. Yeah, but I'm saying like there's more of a commitment of saying you know we constantly update, we constantly keep it yeah. going, keep moving. But ad- admittedly, I would think that no, that seeing the date, the last update date is more powerful than the, com- the preaching to that commitment. Okay, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Because, because you... It's, like, it's like, if it's up there and it's, it's like, relatively it's like, close, I'm like, okay, I'm getting a it's new like, product, it's a, it's a, a zen thing. No, it's, it's a zen thing because if you're committed to it, then you're basically... What you're actually saying is that I'm committed to working, uh, to releasing a lot of features, but when you just see an update, you know that they've just worked hard. So, yeah. so you, it, you get the core value of the updates without them having to parade like the, the the vanity metric which is like but it's kind of like more like I'm thinking of like maybe it's just something they need to change on when you go to find one of these plugins but like you know how you find on uh, Facebook where it says comments uh, on average every certain amount yeah. of time so you mean like oh there's a frequent there's someone to talk to I, I um, just I just thought about another differentiator because when you're talking about quality it's sometimes general but uh, when you're talking about employees it's important to understand that uh, you need to know how to pinpoint the abilities because it's not an easy task. So, for example, myself, I think I have a great ability in terms of uh, content. So that made sure that everything we did was structured, you know, with the right story, with the right messaging. But what I don't do, I, I'm not a designer. I'm, I'm bad at design. So that where that's where... Uh, uh, our founder and other designers in the company chipped in and when I wanted to ship something that was not nice, I don't have the eyes to, to determine if it's good or not. Thankfully, we have those individuals to uh, to make sure that it's um, to up to par. This looks good, this doesn't look good. So quality is, is, is kind of an elusive thing and uh, you need to know what you're talking about. I know in terms of content, but really right. saying, also quality is determined by making sure that you have the right people working on it so that the, the quality stays at yeah. a high level. Yeah, like the people who yeah. understand something about it what is they the one do. Creating, creating it. Not Most things that are shipped in our industry, in almost any industry, are not the, the best uh, quality. Right. And the, the person who's overviewing the shipment is usually not the right person to determine it. Yeah, like, exactly. Like usually, like usually, in Israel, marketing is actually a big problem because most marketers or most people positioned as marketers are not good marketers. Saying that, like, they understand maybe the strategy, but they don't understand a good blog post when they see one. Exactly. They don't understand what makes a good headline. Versus, because exactly. I think it's yeah. a language barrier a lot of the time. Uh, what you see an article, is that, oh, that's a good approach. headline. Yeah, and also, like, the approach. Israel is not a good country for marketing. We're a good country for acquisition and technology. Everything that is about like how you feel, how to kind of create a brand, we suck at it. We don't have the patience for That's it. That's why you, you I, I don't want to 
bad mouth, but there's a lot of uh, spam companies like uh, you right know, you know because I mean? they're good at technology, they're horrible at marketing, and it's easier for them to do the soulless thing. Yeah, exactly. Which is just exactly, like, exactly uh, like rampant, a, you know, poker and uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's big. big porno it's it's, uh, it's just easy to do acquisition. There's no value. Like, exactly, no, it's numbers. I actually worked for the, uh, one one company like that. I won't mention names. Oh <laughs> one time, half a year, it was. If you guys subscribe experience. to our email, <laughs> you don't go to my website. <laughs> don't go to my LinkedIn. So, yeah. <laughs> hint. No, no affiliation link. No. It's just <laughs> affiliation. Um, yeah. So so Israel is it's, it's hard to get uh, marketing inspiration in Israel as well. Just also because I think that we we're not exposed to most of the marketing efforts the big companies do. Like you think Slack is doing, for example, Slack as a company is doing marketing in one way because you saw an ad, probably oh, yeah, like yeah. as a display ad on Unsplash or whatever. Oh uh, yeah. But you don't understand like the amount of marketing and and conversation and storytelling they do in in America. the valley. Yeah, that's yeah. an interesting idea now, for a podcast. I actually like the fact that Israel don't know how much showing no showing yeah. the the marketing the whole package of marketing efforts that Drift does or right. I, so I think like no, it is, is, by the way, a lot of the websites that used to give me that information of what's going on on full campaigns have now like kind of limited the amount of information they're giving. So like I used to go daily to uh, Adweek right and mm-hmm. read stuff, and it's now you have this like thing that pops up and says pay money to read the rest of the article. I'm like what? Yeah. And there's uh, all of a sudden the uh, Dig dot com seems the video aspect of it kind of like died down I think and and just another thing just to trend things like to see what's going on online was uh, 9gag.tv used to give us give me like an idea of like oh, what's what people are liking right now and it's like died also so I found like when I went to the US I was like very surprised by the commercials that I'm seeing on television I was like wow I just really want to see this all day because mm. this is what you need to these are the people right. you need to talk to and you're just not even... You need to, like... I think you have to live with, like, a VP, like a USA VPN yeah. on your computer so you can see, yeah. like... Uh, no, I go to, like, there's a, a iSpot.tv, I think, which is, like, shows you American ads and stuff, but it doesn't show you the full campaign. The you don't really... That is a porn site also. Dot .xxx. Uh, <laughs> iSpot.xxx. Um, you I'm, I'm pretty guy. sure you can take any word and just write dot .xxx and you'll find the porn site for it. Yeah. Um, but... Um, yeah, it's actually very hard now to to be able to grasp what's going on there, and it was yeah. very, it was very different for me than but, what I thought. But it's very because I, in Israel, Monday.com had a full blown sign on on the highway, and then uh, Gong did the same thing in Herzliya. Mm-hmm. And for us, it was like really crazy, surprising. How are they spending that much money? And if if you go and you travel in the U.S., you would see Spotify spending the same amount of money on billboards. You I saw Monday and uh, on uh, yeah, they're doing a huge uh, they did subway Fifth thing Avenue in thing, yeah. and then I saw somewhere in the in the Soho, I saw a wall just said Monday. I was like, that is so weird, and I like to go picture. So you can ask wow. uh, Michal when she'll be here because we're gonna have the product. Oh, really? for Monday awesome. coming to our podcast. So what in a while. That's pretty cool. But uh, so, but in Israel, it's like you don't see that. You don't think about doing uh, billboard marketing for your company. Also, like you just don't target Israel. Yeah, no, you you don't. And you actually don't see most of the big advertising. And and you do you know why you don't do the billboard thing in Israel? Because Because they're acquisition, and they're never going to believe that that would ever. Like, how do I measure that? Yeah. Yeah, they're never going to take it into consideration. Like, did you? um, We're we're running out of time, but there's two more questions I want to ask. And, uh, and I will shut up while I'm asking them, and then I can give you a shorter answer. Um, so, one, referring to that, like, did you ever do any marketing? You said, like, I don't have any idea what the ROI would be, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it as a marketing strategy. 
Yeah, definitely. Like a marketing effort that's not ROI uh, oriented. You said like there's no way for me to measure if it would work what or mean, not. What do you mean? Not branding though. You have to add that. Right? No, it might be branding for me. By branding the way, is that is all the time. Yeah. No, no, I'm no, saying but, branding is that all no, the time. You're not necessarily sure what like, you're. Uh, with one of my clients right now, we have this debate about sponsoring podcasts, for example. Would you say pour money on it? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just feeling like uh, no. you're doing oh, that for I guess us. What do you, you mean? No, um, and, and they'll and they'll be like, okay, amazing. How do I measure this? Yeah, do I'll I get say. SEO boost. Do I get etc. Um, hmm. Outside of, of what we do, like not having it part of uh, what we do, we kind of, we might have done it in the past, but I don't think we do a lot of it um, because if it's not beneficial in terms of, I don't know, SEO or, or ROI. Oh, then so, that's, so that's that. Like you don't, you, you don't know how to measure it. Well, SEO, you don't ha- know how to measure, but you... No, you, as, no SEO... It's, it's hard to measure these efforts, like link acquisition and th- and things like that. It's it's difficult to measure the exact... Uh, Price per link. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you can understand after like three months, are you getting more organic traffic or not? Versus podcast, which you literally would never know if having yeah. eight sponsorship worked for you or not. Well, you'll yeah. have a little bit, but you won't really no. know. It's more of a branding and, I, and I, thingy, I right? I really don't understand how companies like uh, Squarespace... They spend or, a lot of money. Yeah, Squarespace is I, I love yeah. podcasts. Like, I'm, I'm, I love uh, Improv for Humans podcast. It's a great podcast. Okay. Never plug. Uh, so, uh, and I have several podcasts that I love to listen to, and they, I don't Squarespace understand. Squarespace is everywhere. Yeah. But I, I, I think that there's one thing that we're missing is that a lot of the podcasts right now in the U.S., are ran by podcasting uh, companies. So, yeah, well, so like Podcast uh, One and all those. So, so they basically monetize it. So, wait, so the commercials that you get are not show-related, are your profile-related kind of way. It's Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I've, it's, it's Squarespace ones are doing, you're, it's supposed to be like this cool like feeling to it, so it just adds it to yeah. the brand in some way. Yeah, but... And also, by the way, they usually give a code. No? Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. There's yeah, a yeah, like, oh, But, but okay. I, I always feel like... You, I, well, actually, I saw this interesting data that, that 66 or 70% of people listen to podcasts at home, which was shocking to me. I always thought it would be like Commute or GM or whatever. In, in Israel, I talk to you people... No, in the US. No, in Israel, I talk to people and more often than not, I, I mean the improv community, yeah. they, they ask me, what is a podcast? <laughs> no, I, also I, mean, I had like I five people like, ask me A podcast me for beginners. No, I knew what a podcast was when we started doing a podcast, but I never really listened to a podcast because in my mind it was like I just saw my grandparents sitting in the kitchen in the morning listening to the, like NPR or something. But and it's the like, exactly the same thing, on, the... but hipsters think this is cool Exactly. <laughs> so it's like when I had to explain to my grandma, I was like, this is a radio show that's not live. And she's like... <laughs> Oh, oh, look at you with the radio show. You know, like that. Mr. Okay, High Tech Man. Yeah. Working with computers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's right. It's High Tech Radio Show. Uh, <laughs> but it is. It's it's just, it's the VOD of... Uh, of yeah, a radio. Now Conan has a podcast. It's a yeah. great podcast. Really yeah. fun. Conan yeah. has a podcast? Conan has a okay, podcast and it's so funny. He has real fair and... And uh, ah, it's yeah. so much more intimate to 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 listen to. There's something fun about it because you have got like a closed open. room. Like you don't you don't try to entertain anybody, but the conversation, which is fun. Yeah. Thing. Like this podcast, which we entertain yeah. nobody else, but the, <laughs> but, <laughs> but whatever the in the room, in room. That time. No. Um. So so that was my first question. You kind of answered because you said that you will try to not do things that you cannot measure in any way. 
not outside our own efforts. Like, not a website. No, sponsoring a podcast is within your efforts. Like an no, but not, I didn't create... Like, if it's a blog post, we can do it without having... No, but what I mean is campaigns like when you go external, and you sponsor a podcast. External... Would you, would you sponsor us, man? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that's, no, no. I was waiting for that uh, to be slipped no, in there. Because that's, this is actually a huge debate with one of my clients. It's a huge... Like, it's a really big company. And and we, we want to turn around how they do the marketing because I want to make them more approachable to marketers. And and what I said is, like, let's find out 10, 12 podcasts that are listened to by our target audience and just, like, do it. What, what, what <laughs> I love how you're pitching that in Israel and no one's going to listen to you. No, but it's 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 I love it because I also have, like, there's moments where you say there's a sentiment, there's a feeling, no, and, and, a and, and I need and to change the way people right. feel about your thing. And it, the way to do that is not by putting something that's going to have an ROI because then necessarily they're going to feel I th- like I think, you're selling to them. I think for, for us, um, because it's a visual product, I really don't understand Squarespace mm-hmm. here, but because Got it's it. a visual, we'll always go, we'll, we w- we'll, would, uh, when we do sponsor videos, um, that would cover us because, you know, for right. the views and for the for the. But reach. this is very, still, views... Video is still very um, attribution-driven. You can easily measure what the video did for you. Versus podcasts, yeah. which, like, you would never know if somebody uh, listened to somebody, this podcast is, like, Strike Gold is sponsored by Elementor. No, uh, <laughs> and then somebody would listen to that, would for never example. put in the code. But and events. Say, we also sponsor events. That where they can see your logo. You want them to see you more than you want them to hear about you. Yeah. Okay. But but then you would do something that. Well, you, no. But uh, to be honest, I don't even know if he needs to do that because in some way his sentiment is great. The brand is great. The sentiment no, is great. No, events is, is great. more like as, a, as an approach. Events is more like yeah, branding and and uh, you know communicating yeah. with the community. So it's not just, of course, it's not ROI driven. Right. So these are the two venues I would think like event uh, events and and uh, and videos. Right. Okay. Uh, start filming, filming uh, videos. Yeah, no. yeah so, so it's funny because Wix is doing tons of video, yeah, YouTube pre-rolls, and video, and no, YouTube. sponsoring also. I saw like some, uh, there's this guy, this is the really famous one, I can't remember right now, but he does this really famous video, and I saw it, it's like, we're sponsored by Wix, if you want to create your website, I was like, wow, I nice. YouTube, like, like a podcast. No, no, a video, YouTube. Like I, YouTube is like the worst ROI channel, I think, in the world. That's the the worst advertising. I, like getting better. I just also want to say like, like I feel. Like I don't. I don't think it's getting better because it's technology. it's all about interruption. I think it's it's one of the only social media advertising platforms that still don't get that if you don't fit natively into how people do things, then people would hate you. Like if you want to watch a video and you now have to sit down through a thirty seconds of whatever shit they want to show they you. They have like ten different commercial, different types you, of what, commercials. What was they the have no you check your uh, analytics on on pre rolls. I don't know. Because recently I've heard that people really watch it till the end, a majority of the time. Like, they're now more accepting to this this disruption. I don't know. Uh, the ROI is horrible. Money spent, money earned is usually horrible on YouTube. It's because, it, again, it's the only platform that still is based on interrupting you to do what you want. Like, Facebook, you see tons of articles in your feed, but it doesn't interrupt you. You can scroll... You, it doesn't interrupt your like you're not like oh I want to like this pop up and you, freezes yeah. your whole screen yeah, okay. yeah and and YouTube it's all about hey I want really want to watch this video oh I have to watch 15 seconds of a fucking Gillette app like fucking I haven't shaved Gillette. for 10 years yeah, I don't right. need your commercial 
<laughs> like, know your target audience. That you have a, yeah. a beard. So. Yeah, like sending their support. I'm sending their marketing team. Like, like this guy needs me. several yeah. razors. Yeah. I'm sending them selfies Industry with my emails. Like, level, right? I just, every, every ad that I don't like, I send an email to their marketing team with a selfie of me. <laughs> and and the email saying exclude from target audience. Nice. I'm not going to convert I guys. <laughs> that's the geekiest thing you can ever do in advertising. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's so YouTube payrolls are the worst ROI in the world because it's interrupting. And now yeah, they have this thing where you they interrupt you in the middle of the video. Yeah, yeah. Which ten I, minutes? What is it like? It's like, like a thing the funniest it? thing is if I I love all types of music and uh, I also sometimes I get a mood for classical music mm. so I listen to you know like I, your noise right now is a little like I wasn't sure if you were like mm, yeah, yeah. Lost, you lost uh, favor uh, in, my no, 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 in my eye no, 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 dead no, in my no, no, eyes I'm, I, I have, <laughs> yeah, I have a few yeah. ideas of where uh, this can go this no, it's like, mm, you're listening to a classic you know like, I don't know Yasha Hefetz concert and then okay. suddenly you know, buy some, uh, I don't know, Gillette. Gillette. Or, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's so weird. Super power razors. Just, now sporty, sporty. <laughs> it's also the volume is never proportional, right? It's like, you listen to like, oh, I'm going to put this, I'm going to, I love you so much. Hey! <laughs> it's yeah, it's like, volume up. Yeah, it's like, and then, goal! Anyway, what the fuck, man? I feel like right now hey. I should like stop our podcast and put in like I our, our commercial for, for Rise. Whisper. A co-working space. <laughs> For people for fintech with, companies. Uh, anyway, I, I I feel like it's either have no questions or a hundred more questions. I actually have a hundred more questions. Yeah, I feel like we can talk but, forever. Um, but our our listeners need to go uh, leave their houses. Apparently, according to your yeah, demographic, you stop the podcast. <laughs> stop the podcast. Stop. You need to get back to cooking. This is your time to say, uh, "Hi Alexa, stop music <laughs> yeah. or whatever you do, however you listen to podcasts these days." Oh, so, world. so I I don't know. I have tons of because you scaled up so much, and I want to ask you about that. But um, but I admittedly I don't even know what's the right question to ask you about that. That's my that was my second question. Um, we'll edit everything in between. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a twenty minutes episode. <laughs> well, uh, I'll I'll maybe I'll leave a message to the listeners. Leave uh, a message to them. Yeah. <laughs> so we are a, a growing company. We're set. You know we have clear goals and uh, we, th- we, we think big uh, so we're also hiring so uh, he, you're, po- you're <laughs> hijacking yeah, our of course. Yeah. and we need to get sponsored we're, we're right <laughs> we'll talk about it later um, so yeah so uh, growing company looking for employees who are interested in bringing quality yeah, not go. quantity exactly. Oh my God, this is this should be our sponsorship oh, model. So People nice. want to do HR, they come in, we talk about their company, their culture. Like, are you? And a then, that's how podcasts work. I don't know. Yeah, are you? We, a we don't get it. We just it's like, like, are you a quality level <laughs> employee? Then this is like just start putting in any any. Are any you going to work right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you going to stop work? Stop what like, you're uh, doing. Yeah. Like, do you hate Mondays? <laughs> do you hate? Do you hate your weekdays? Come work for us. No, but uh, so Find I mean, you know, this you podcast basically started by like, Jonathan has kids. I have kids. And when you want to go out, you have to make an excuse to why it's good yeah. enough reason to get out. I'm pretty sure that's where religion came from. Like, yeah. oh, let's yeah. go to pray yeah, in a I'm synagogue. Totally, oh, yeah. yeah. We've got to pray to God. He needs us. And then they just went <laughs> off and they're like, oh, let's just talk and stuff. And then all of a sudden it's, the women were like, I want to pray to God too. And like, okay, fine. But you have to be in a separate section. <laughs> 
Far away from our section. Yeah. <laughs> just, if, if, you know, know, we have to mumble now. If smartphones <laughs> were available back then, people would just, instead of prayer, just maybe people yeah, would hide their cell phones in their... Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I... No, I, 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 just, I, no, just, I used to go with like my, my grandpa. Like my, my grandpa used to go like to, to synagogue. And like I'd come back home and my mom would be like, oh, so what you did in synagogue? And I'd be like, oh, my gra- grandpa just sat there talking business into his talit. Like this. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking of buying this and this and this. I feel like synagogues are the best place to do business in the Network. world. Yeah, because yeah, everyone's bored pl- praying to God. They're like, God, he hasn't answered me in at least 20 years, so I think we could talk about business now. They're <laughs> yeah. like, obviously, like, I'm a, I'm a data-driven religious person, and we've been doing this for tw- 35 years now. And nothing, no ROI at all, nothing got answered, so... Is that the yeah. secret of why Jews are so successful in business? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it is. And then think about it, what my, my theory about how they like just wanted to run off from their <laughs> like wives... This is where the podcast it, like, it continues like, yeah. to... No, it continues to the fact that now they have kiddish, like, let's get... What's messed kiddish? up, like when in in the end of like, like uh, yeah, they have like a like a little drink, a little schnapps and stuff. They'll be like, hey, let's get some. Hey, yeah. where's that whiskey that you brought from London? And they like, like bring fish. it out, and everyone's like, oh, like, there's fish, there's you know some kugel, some kugel there. Some <laughs> and it's like, oh, we don't ever need to go home. Like this is great. We, we don't have need food here. a pub. It's the only like, thing missing is places to sleep, unless you do that in your tally. This was the original uh, men community, by the way. Yeah, this that was, was it. Uh, this was yeah. the first. That was Supergirls for men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's oh, how God, God was invented. Super synagogue. That's how God was invented. No, yeah. I really think that that's yeah, what it's, it's like, this guy, I want to meet up with my friends. And he's like telling his wife, I want to go out. He's like, what? Kind of ex- like what yeah. kind of excuse do you have now? That do you have to go out now? No, no God, God power, asked me to. No, it was no, it was no. It's like like what kind of excuse? And he's like, fuck. Do you know who God is? <laughs> I didn't hear about God. I want to tell you a story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is book. This is my friend wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the Bible? The I bubble? The bu- I Bible, like that's mon- it. I see like a montage of this guy like on a sofa doing this. Yeah. Like, like making food. And she's food. like, ooh, this sounds really good. And it's like, yeah, yeah and he's going to be pissed if I don't get there yeah. on Friday or Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. I got to be there. I got to be there. Yeah, like anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm late <laughs> to this place, so saw so, the book. Yeah, I have to go. Yeah, I'll leave you the book here. And then yeah. she got interested. She's like, you know what? Yeah. I think I believe in the book too. <laughs> like, like, yeah, no! explains why so many no! stories in the Bible just traveling. Abraham goes out and travels. Yeah, and yeah that's where the woman's not included that much. They're yeah. like, oh, there's like we wrote it so that you know that you got your. He had to go and travel <laughs> yeah, the entire like, world. Yeah, yeah it's like Moses even. I have to leave. Home. And then we made up like all these religions, like holidays around it. They're like, you know what would be nice? Well, let's do a. We have like a camping a meal. Like, like yeah, we're doing a meal. Like, we got camping. We got like yeah. we pretty much tricked it's everyone. Into, yeah, it's a men's club. Men's club. Religion we is camping, a men's club. We hunt. We have the whole thing. We, we totally we don't even totally hunt. inception. We don't do hunting. That's yeah. why yeah. I, I realized that hunt. Jews got picked on throughout all the history because we were gatherers. Like there's a whole bunch of men who were like, we're gonna go kill a you know a bear, and we're like. We will gather some berries and maybe trap a cow or a sheep, and then no, like you know. It's even worse because I, I kind of feel it was like the my mom told me that hunting is very dangerous. But if you have some leftovers, we'll take some. Yeah, we'll take some. <laughs> no, no, we were like eating health. We were eating like kosher. So it was like we only cut it in a specific way. So we're like, come here, little, come here, yeah. <laughs> come here, cow. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so it, like what I'm imagining is like this: uh, everybody like, eating whatever they can. You're like, oh. I don't need that part now. Yeah, yeah. Can I, can I have oh, they were the original like vegetarians, Ve- vegans. Oh, that's I'm sorry, I so, can't ter- so partake. Israel. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, that's why it's so. Orthodox that's why we've been vegans. picked on for all this time. Because we were the we were the first ones, but you know that's really not. God doesn't approve. <laughs> I have some berries. 
And it's Cheryl's, actually good for your Cheryl's complexion. Mom, you know, Cheryl's mom heard in a podcast <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that you shouldn't eat that animal. All right. Anyway, I think, so, yeah, so we so took like this off. 30 minutes, we're not even in, on the podcast. <laughs> All right. So... Thanks thank you so, so much. much. Thanks for coming. Uh, thank you. There's no air conditioning in this room, so it really is hard to be in here. But right. um, but now I figured out how we're gonna like clean up the noise, so then there'll be air conditioning. People will have. Let's do another thank you that we can edit this one out. <laughs> so thank you so much, Ben, for joining Sorry us. For all thank the, you. Uh, uh, there's so many so much uh, questions I want to ask you because you guys held up massively. That's why I see it, and it's high. Like, but I admittedly, I feel like there's like, how do you start? How do you scale? It's secret and sauce. You're not going to be able to figure it out. I'll that. come again when I'm number one. We're number one uh, plugin, and uh, yeah. Okay. Huh? We'll have okay. That talk. Next week. Awesome. <laughs> Next <coming> week. Back. <laughs> Next week. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, so this Thanks. was sponsored by Elementor. If you need a, <laughs> if you need a, please sponsor. Yeah. If if you. Um, Which yeah. inception did. Us all. <laughs> so this is how they work. This is their culture. This is Ben. You're going to be working with him. Send your CV uh, to. Uh, He's not just a pretty Strike face. Gold. Okay. Yeah. So uh, send your CV to strikegold uh, at gmail.com. We don't have that email. Yeah, we don't have it. Anyway, so like, but somebody's gonna yeah like like do. We will. Someone will reach out somewhere. Yeah, but don't meet them. Yeah. <laughs> They're that stranger. would be dangerous. Yeah, like don't meet them, don't trust That's them. That's a lawsuit coming. Yeah, <laughs> it's like three people were killed by texting strikegold.gmail.com. Yeah. Met for an employee. The word. known Saudi terrorist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Damn yeah. it! We should have checked that before. Anyway, so uh, thank you so much for joining us, Ben. You are amazing. Thank you so much for giving us uh, uh, your time and knowledge. I think, I think WordPress plugins one of the hardest things to promote, and I think a lot of people have learned. A lot by understanding, like, first of all, quality is number one. Yeah. Right? Persistence, I think, is number two. And actually just, like, spending so much time in understanding your users and, and like, understanding your community. That you and it's important to take your features and give them a story yeah. and present them to people. Because otherwise, you're just doing some small things no one actually knows. Right. Yeah. So, cool. if you enjoyed this episode... Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, five star us on that. <laughs> Go to the podcast page on iTunes because, uh, like, really in terms of branding, nobody cares about the other platforms. Yeah, no one. Yeah. You use Overcast more than you use iTunes, I think. But nobody checks the reviews on, on yeah. podcast. So go to iTunes. Five uh, stars. Five stars. Comment if you want. Only if it's positive. If it's not, then you know, keep it to yourself. Shut up. <laughs> um, and uh, we don't we'll need s- that negativity. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need that negative. There's enough negativity in the world. Um, yeah. And we'll see, we'll see, see you. I guess again next week. I can't. We've been doing this for a few we'll, months. So yeah, I guess I mean, yeah, next yeah. week. Same next time. week. All right. Like, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>